Welcome to Marketing Tips for Translators for a successful freelance career and lifestyle with your host, Tess Witte. Welcome to Marketing Tips for Translators and episode 61. I have always said that you should not see other freelance translators working in your language combination as competitors, but as potential collaborators. In this episode, we're going to discuss a true collaboration project, an inspiration to all of us. With me today, I have one out of six who have started a translation cooperative, so to speak. It all started with an Einstürzende Neubauten pin. <laughs> Continued on the dance floor at a club playing industrial music. And now these six people share workspace, work and ideas and end each year with Christmas beer tasting in their office. Welcome to the podcast, Maria Andersson from Translation Corner. Thank you very much, Tess. It's, it's a pleasure having you yes, here. Yes, it's a pleasure to be welcome. <laughs> Before we get started on the questions, tell us a little bit about yourself and Translation Corner and your career. Well, yeah, we are uh, six members in Translation Corner and we have uh, we are or have been sharing an office space in Gothenburg. Uh, we don't work there um, all at once at the moment. We are four of us sitting at that office. Um, mm -hmm. And we all work with uh, both translation and proofreading. Mm. So, um, well, four of us uh, have a master in translation in Sweden, and uh, mm -hmm. the two elder of us have a master in uh, in combination of languages. But not we yeah. haven't uh, uh, we haven't um, done that program in in Sweden in translation only. Okay. Uh, and well, our working experience in translation stretches from um, around three years to almost uh, 15 years, actually. Mm. And together we have um, 10 language combinations we translate uh, into Swedish from 10 languages. Okay. And there are quite a few subject areas of expertise uh, among us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, let's go back to, to where you started. Um, what What is an Einstürzende Neubauten pin? Einstürzende Neubauten is a, is a band, industrial band. So uh, mm. when uh, Anders and Irene met for the first time, uh, she noticed uh, that he had a pin of one of her favorite uh, music groups mm -hmm. and that he wore that. And uh, they started talking and, uh, well, they... Uh, instantly found a common subject or uh, of interest and uh, <laughs> and um, and later Irene and, and me met at the um, at a club playing industrial music so at the dance floor there so a similar kind of music then too I so, so is that so is that a prerequisite that you have to like industrial music <laughs> to be in in the translation corner no it's just a coincidence <laughs> actually <laughs> okay so, okay hmm. how uh, did um, so, so Irene met you and asked Anders if you could be a part. Yeah, uh, she had um, she had the this office that we're sharing now, and mm -hmm. she needed someone else also to um, 
move in there. Mm -hmm. uh, so she asked me and Anders, and um, after a couple of months, we well, we thought about this about uh, a cooperation in more than mm. just sharing an office. Uh, more about marketing and uh, maybe sharing bigger projects and so on. Mm. So that's how it started, actually. Okay. And then it sort of organically grew into six people. Yes. Um, another, uh, Anders actually moved to Finland um, after a couple of years. And uh, then we had uh, another office partner, Hanna, uh, mm -hmm. started working uh, in our office and also became a member of uh, Translation Corner. And uh, later also uh, Anja and Frida started okay. sharing our office. So, uh, okay. yeah. So, so you're six translators working together in one office space. Well, not all of you are sharing the office space. Anyway, um, how you're serving 10 languages, how are you different from a translation agency or company? Well, yeah, since we're all owners, so how you call it, uh, translation corner, and um, mm -hmm. no one is a boss or a subordinate to anyone else. Mm. So that's different, difference, I guess. Um, and all of us uh, have also uh, kept our own firms, and we still accept mm -hmm. jobs in those firms. So we work, mm -hmm. well, that differs each month, but um, maybe 50% for our own firm and 50% for Translation Corner. Okay. And and the Translation Corner is like a legally um, f legal firm that you've, you have like, legal or shared ownership yeah in. we're a, a legal person how you mm -hmm. call it and we um we're a cooperative the swedish term i've heard mm -hmm. is uh, translated then is a economic association mm -hmm. so um it's a, okay. it's a sort of company but with a how do you call it flat organization with no uh, no owner no no boss okay yeah do you do you do you market together? I mean, as a as a cooperative, do you have a joint marketing budget or strategy or? Yeah, we uh, that was one of the um, original ideas that it would be nice, both fun and also uh, good to show customers or potential customers and agencies that we're. Well, several persons uh, with uh, more languages and uh, more subject areas uh, that could also cover for each other when someone is on holiday and, and um, stuff like that. So mm -hmm. we, um, yeah, we take that into our marketing as well, and um, uh, we pay uh, from Translation Corner. We um, uh, use some of the money for uh, like a web page and. Uh, and um, well, let's say we go to conferences and uh, mm -hmm. and um, market ourselves like that. So yes, we we do uh, use a bit of our money for that purpose as well. Okay, is it is it hard to divide up the income from if you worked on a project together? Is it hard mm -hmm. to divide up the income for no. translation corner? We haven't had any problems yet with that anyway. We, okay. um, when we do a job, we, um, we send an invoice from our own firm to Translation Corner uh, for the translation or the proofreading mm -hmm. that we have done. Um, mm -hmm. 
and of that money we also uh, put a bit aside um, for each invoice we keep a bit to as a buffer for translation corner that we use for well mm -hmm. equipment or uh, things we that will benefit from all of us so uh, um, and f when we offer translation and uh, proofreading as a package we we have uh, rules for how we divide the money and uh, okay yeah so uh, it's um, it hasn't been any difficulties yet anyway so you work together on the marketing and on the actual work do you mm -hmm. work together on anything else um well like uh, do you have any examples <laughs> um, um well i guess that covers it all then um, yeah it's um no big, bigger projects and uh, and marketing and uh, when we go to conferences we usually introduce ourselves as uh, translation corner instead of our mm -hmm. own firm so mm -hmm. that's yeah that's pretty much it and um so what do you say what do you what would you say the benefits are from from having a cooperation like this one well um it's a bit easier actually to invoice um big projects um uh, not the least for the customers the agencies mm -hmm. uh they can send um, an invoice always to translation corner whoever has done the job mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um we just send an invoice to translation corner for the bigger projects that we split among ourselves so it's um that's quite an easy part and well the customers find it easy to just send an email to one of our two addresses and uh, whoever of us who can, who's free and uh, and has that language combination takes the job and uh, the customer doesn't have to send it to six different persons they send it to to one address and, and we can uh, decide who can do the job and they always invoice translation corners so that's kind of a good thing as well and we have a bit of a buffet uh, with the money that we put in as an uh -huh. economic association and um, and the percentage of each job that we that we leave for the translation corner have you noticed that the client that the clients think this is a really good advantage to to work with you as opposed to working with uh, an agency or freelancers hmm. yes we've got uh, some uh, very positive reactions uh, because of yeah that we can well offer both translation and uh, proofreading for example mm -hmm. by another person than the translator and mm -hmm. that we can take on bigger projects and we're almost always uh, available email as well when someone is on holiday mm. the rest can answer emails and um, mm. and well yeah some some um, people also like that we're actually translators all of us and not mm. Mm. not a big agency maybe with uh, a few persons that only work as project managers but um mm -hmm. they they don't mention that much but uh, well yeah a lot of positive reactions actually i i can see from from your perspective or my perspective it would be great to sit with other translators and be able to discuss translation problems or sentences and 
um, proofread each other's work, and it must be a, a, a huge advantage both to, to in development and uh, quality. Yes, absolutely, and it's uh, fun. <laughs> Yeah. Not least. Yes. Um, but yeah, when we work together, for example, we have done a couple of um, book translations together, uh, three of mm-hmm. us and uh, at most uh, four together. Then we can have small meetings, you know, uh, mm-hmm. in office, uh, just uh, discussing different terms and how we should uh, tackle those terms and problems um, in relation mm. to the translation. And uh, you can also... You can do that also with, of course, with other colleagues online or, or like that. But we can also like ask each other in the room where we're mm. sitting. Uh, yes. Just easy questions like, uh, oh, I forgot this term or how do you say this in Swedish? Does this sound good? Mm-hmm. And you get an answer straight away and you can, yeah, you get some feedback um, straight away on those questions. And uh, also with the terms and... Um, of course, we make some, um, uh, how do you call it? We can make it electronic as well, but um, but often we also discuss uh, in the office problems and uh, mm. choices in the translation for, um, yeah, so that okay. all the translation looks similar and uh, mm-hmm. consequence. Mm-hmm. So... Do you have any rules, or how do you divide up? How do you divide the work, and do you have a rules on how you work together? Um, rules? Well, um, not exactly. Only how we split uh, the payment for translation and proofreading assignments. We have a few simple rules there, and uh, well, we do have a, a cleaning schedule <laughs> for the office. Okay. Um, okay. Not so much for the work itself. It's most maybe for the yeah the shared shared workspace maybe. So, so when uh, you get an email to translation corner, the, for, is it first come first serve? Then people take it on who can do it or hmm. the job. No. Well, first of all, it's um, of course the language, the correct language combination and uh, mm-hmm. subject area. If you're if you have um, good experience in the subject area, we we always check like technical translation okay that's Anders and Irene for example um, mm. we ask them first we also mm. have a, a rule um, uh, in case one of us for our own firm had a customer since way back and we brought mm. that customer to a translation corner that mm-hmm. person has um, well can choose to take the job first actually. okay but that's yeah one of the few rules <laughs> okay uh and you already said that we already talked a little bit about the money. Um, you use use a certain percentage goes to a buffer for translation corner for expenses and uh, and and the rest of the money you goes to the person who did the job or how do you divide it up? Yes, after we sent the invoices and uh, paid the translator and, and proofreader ourselves. That is. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the buffet, well, we have a bit of a buffet at the moment, actually, so we we haven't used all our money, but mm-hmm. um, it is like office equipment. We have money in case we need to buy another a printer or something, a new printer, if it breaks mm-hmm. down, or um, we also like for um, office equipment like a coffee machine or a 
we have a, a couple important. of yes it is important <laughs> <laughs> stay awake yes uh, late hours and also yeah language magazines that we get to the office that everyone can read and enjoy mm -hmm. um, and then also we go every year to the uh, conference of the Swedish Association of Translators mm -hmm. and then we can pay the um, accommodation costs and uh, go there together it's very nice mm -hmm. so uh, mm -hmm. yeah um, what about the rest of the structure? Do you have meetings or board meetings, or how do you? Yeah, how do you? Uh, yeah, we do. We um, we have an annual meeting. Uh, okay. Um, as we have to as an economic association, and then we also usually we have one or two further meetings per year, mm -hmm. make decisions and plan ahead a bit. Um, that can be in informal. An informal environment, like uh, Irene's summer house or uh, a nice pub or something, but uh, the formality okay. is more in the agenda. We've always mm. prepared uh, an agenda, structured, uh, and uh, and in the uh, uh, the minutes of the uh, mm -hmm. of the mm -hmm. meeting. Uh, but the environments can be pretty informal as well. Okay. Okay. And so there's never been any disagreements or issues or no not yet not uh, no big issues no. <laughs> good good yeah Is, are there any any disadvantages to this form of cooperation do you think yeah we, we have thought about it but the only thing we came up with was actually um uh a bit of extra bookkeeping, you know. We have to do a declaration of income, mm -hmm. things like that. We have to uh, make a declaration of income both for our own firm and for the translation corner. So it's a, a bit of a, a paperwork, administrative work extra. Uh, but that's about do it. You, do, you, do you use an accountant? Uh, yes, for uh, you know, on an hourly basis. Uh, with the, But we do... Anders is a good bookkeeper, so we <laughs> okay. we use uh, his knowledge and then uh, a bit of extra help from uh, an accountant. Uh, yeah. Okay. So um, a question that I do ask all interviewees: um, Can you share a marketing tip that works well for you right now as a cooperative? What what is the what gives the best result? Is it is it social media or networking or or going to conferences or well i guess all of those maybe but we we do use a lot of uh, make use of social media mm -hmm. for example when we're attending events for translators or uh, like a book fair or uh, events like that we both uh, use Twitter and Facebook to get mm. some attention and, you know, show that we're out there. Or, and uh, so we have a few followers there. <laughs> and also, uh, well, we usually put emphasis on our cooperation, that, which means many languages and many areas of expertise uh, in one office. Mm. Uh, do, you, do you get most clients through colleagues that know about you or or do clients find you like direct clients or um they do find us uh, via a few you know like uh, 
Prose or uh, the Swedish Association translate mm-hmm. translators, uh, and also through to colleagues, you know, uh, word of mouth and, uh, and and through yeah conferences, people who have met us and, and heard about us as well. So I think it's a, it's a mixture there actually, and through okay. our own uh, firms from earlier customers that we brought to com- translation corner. Mm-hmm. And I see a, a neat little trick that you do on on Skype now. You in your in your status update, you've written what you're translating right now. Yeah, we usually update that uh, every week or so when we get new assignments and uh, yeah, when we're at a conference or something. Yeah, uh-huh. we share that. <laughs> I don't. I don't think we. I don't think many of us use that little thing enough. No, you do no. So so right now I know that the translation corner or at least you, Maria, are translating the what is it, the mountain biking magazine? Yeah, it is a mountain biking magazine that comes uh, every quarter. It's a very nice job. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The there's a there's a lot of mountain biking here in Utah, so Yeah. I'm, yeah. You might have had some articles from there, I don't know. Yeah, from all over the world, actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't have mm-hmm. a mountain bike, but I think I might might have to buy one soon. <laughs> it sounds very. Yeah. Well, you have to come here and try it out. Yeah, I'd love to. Because there are no mountains in Gothenburg. No, <laughs> no, it's a, bit, it's a bit of hilly, but not uh-huh. not enough for a mountain bike, maybe. <laughs> yes. So. Um, Thank you for for Maria for taking time um, out of your busy schedule yeah. and day for this interview. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, we we were supposed to have two people on, but one of them is sick. But it was very nice talking to you, and it sounds like a really good thing you have going on there. Well, I really enjoyed talking to you as well. Thank you for inviting us. Thank you, and. Um, to thank you to all the listeners. I think this is uh, can is a good inspiration for us on how we can work together. Um, uh, and I was wondering for you listeners, do you collaborate with other translators? And so, if so, how? I know I collaborate with some other Swedish translators. We don't share an office, so please share um, your collaboration tips in the comments section of the show notes and the show notes links and to the translation corner and more information can be found at marketingtipsfortranslators.com episode 61 have a great week everyone and thank you again Maria thank you bye bye Thanks for listening to Marketing Tips for Translators. Download more episodes from www.marketingtipsfortranslators.com. If you like the show, a review on iTunes would be much appreciated. 